Apostle Mrs. Leanne Kofi, the founder and general overseer of the Lord's Garden Ministries, a ministry which is focused on bringing back the glory of God into the lives of people who have been battered by the world. She's a healing apostle and ministers powerfully to break people free from demonic oppressions. We believe you'll be blessed as you listen to today's word. Now, today's word. Your voice and begin to worship the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Bless the name of the Lord. Worthy of our praise, O God. Worthy of our praise, O God. Santa Baba. This worship, Lord, is not to any man but unto you, our King, our Lord, our Father. We recognize you, O God, as the source of our being and the source of all things to us. This morning, we humble ourselves before you, O God, and we cry, Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, heaven and earth are full of your glory. May your glory, my God, be manifest. My God, from one place to the other, even to the ends of the earth, and may generations, if Jesus tarry, always worship you. We bless you this morning. Spirit of God, have your way this morning. Speak to us, my God, in the language that we can understand. And above all, I pray, Spirit of God, that Lord, let your word that is coming to your people, my God, bring an empowerment to their spirits, a strength to their souls, my God, and a strength to their bodies. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a praise of happy Independence Day. Oh, are you forgotten? Happy Independence Day. I said happy Independence Day. Stand up and shout and give God thanks. Amen. Amen. Happy Independence Day. Yes. And, and you want to keep standing. We want to pray for our nation. Yes, I think this is our 65th anniversary, right? Yes, 65 years of independence. And we thank God for how far he's brought us as a nation. Hallelujah. There are many nations who have gone through turmoil and they never recovered. Even as we speak today, look at what is happening in Ukraine. Look at what is happening. You know, and but by the grace of God, God has kept us. I said God has kept us. 
as a nation. Hallelujah. So this morning, we want to lift up our hands and begin to thank God for Ghana. I always say, Ghana, our only Ghana. We don't have any other Ghana. We don't have any place to go. Lift up your hands and thank God for this nation. Bible says, blessed is the nation whose God the Lord is. Father, this morning, lift up your voice and thank God for our nation. Thank God for our forefathers who fought for independence. Our forefathers who fought for this nation. And the blood of different people that have been shed. So this nation could be what it is today. Lift up your voice. Father, we thank you this morning on our Independence Day as a nation. We thank you, my God, for our forefathers. My God, that fought battles, oh God, that by wisdom, oh God, and hard work bought independence for us, oh God. We thank you, my God, for everything throughout these 65 years. Thank you, my God, for the lives of people in this nation. Thank you for development in this nation. Thank you, my God, for the peace you've given us all these years. We say, Lord, may your name be glorified. We thank you, my God, for the blessedness of this nation. We thank you, my God, for all the deposits of gold, oil, every good thing that, Lord, you have given to us. Ghana, my God, is a land that flows with milk and honey. You have situated us, oh God, in a good place. Father, we are saying thank you, thank you, thank you. That after 65 years of independence, my God, this nation still stands, oh God. And Father, your name be glorified. We thank you, oh God, for your goodness. We thank you for your loving kindness and your faithfulness. My God, that while other nations, my God, have gone through such terrible turmoil wars, my God, you have kept us. Even now, we thank you for our nation. We thank you for the peace that, Lord, you have given us. Father, we thank you, my God. We give you praise this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. You want to lift up prayer for our president? We want to pray for our president. We pray that God gives him strength. God gives him more wisdom as a leader to be able to lead this nation. Lift up your voice and pray for our president. Amen. Our president. Father, we pray this morning, oh God, for our president. He said we should pray for our leaders, my God. Because, Father, in, my God, they are good leadership. We will have peace. My God, we pray for our president this morning. We ask the Lord, strengthen him physically. Strengthen him emotionally. My God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray that your mighty hand be upon him. My God, give him more wisdom. Give him direction. My God, in the mighty name of Jesus, as he leads this great people, Solomon prayed for wisdom to lead your people. And so we pray for our president this morning, that Lord, give him, my God, all that he needs, my God, to, to rule this nation, oh God. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we pray for strength, physical strength for him. Renew his youth like that of the eagle in the mighty name of Jesus. Let's lift up our voice for those in cabinet, ministers, those in authority. Let's pray for everyone in authority. We pray, Father, this morning for everyone, my God, in any place of leadership or power. My God, from cabinet ministers, my God, to ministers in the different, my God, places. We pray for coming down all the way, my God, to CEOs, anybody that sits in the, any place of decision. Pray this for the, anyone that stands or sits in any place of decision where this nation is concerned. We pray that may God grant unto them wisdom. May God grant unto them help in the mighty name of Jesus. May God direct them in the mighty name of Jesus that this nation will take on, you know, goodness. This nation, my God, will, will come to the place of prosperity. We pray for the prosperity of this nation. Lift up your voice and pray for prosperity in the name of Jesus. That's total well-being in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray this morning that the tenants of this nation, 
that is freedom and justice will be upheld. Pray. We, we say Ghana, our motto is freedom and justice. We are praying that freedom from coast to coast, shore to shore, in every place. We are praying for freedom in this nation. Freedom and justice, as our motto is, shall rule in this nation. And we'll have peace in this nation. Somebody lift up your voice and call for peace. Call for freedom. Call for justice. Call for total well-being. Call for prosperity. In the name of Jesus, may the land yield its increase. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, may Ghana yield this increase. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, we pray for the lives. Let's pray for the lives of every Ghanaian. We pray that may God bring sustenance. At this time, we are praying for economic well-being. Let's pray that the economy will change. Let's pray that God brings his help to us. Amen. None will lack in this nation. Let's pray for a change in our economy. Everybody pray in the mighty name of We are Ghana. Yes, it is not just the name, it is we. And when we lift up our hands and pray, say, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, say, I, the Lord, will hear them and I will heal them and I will heal their land. Let's pray that our land be healed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Let Ghana prosper in Jesus' mighty name. In the prosperity and the peace of Ghana, we shall also have peace. So, Father, this morning we pray for the prosperity and peace of Ghana. After 65 years, Father, we are praying that that which you, you began, Lord, you continue to do for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up, O oh God, your hand upon every Ghanaian. From babies to, to the oldest, we pray that let your people come to the place of prosperity. Let none lack, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. The transformations that you have brought to nations like Dubai, they were just a desert. But Lord, look at them today. It is possible with us. So Lord, we pray that Lord, you bring possibility of true prosperity even to our nation. We thank you for Ghana. We thank you for 65 years of this nation's peace and development and growth. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Yeah. She forecasts it. And you know, sometimes Ghanaians, we like that. Ghana, Diana, Ghana, and Yana, Ghana, and yet we will make Ghana better. You and I will make Ghana better. Even our utterances can make Ghana better. Our prayers can make Ghana better. Hallelujah. Happy Independence Day. Oh, I thought you were supposed to go. Happy Independence Day. Amen. God bless us all. Amen. God bless our home. We'll sing it before we go. Amen. Clap your hands and thank the Lord. Oh, this is not my message. But you know, Americans are so patriotic. It's not even funny. Americans love America. And they are so patriotic. They, they, they don't let down where their nation is concerned. If we will take that and then be responsible as a, a Ghanaian, you know, I think we could all do something. For our nation. I told you last week about how I, I got people to weed in front of my house on the street. They ran about because it was overgrown. And I, I didn't say I'm waiting for Bath and Gardens. But I've been waiting for a long time. So I said, no, 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 no. How much will it cost to get people to weed? It's weeded. And then my husband has also added on to it by <laughs> going to spray it with weedicide. It's running the <laughs> You know, now, this one when I was coming, I was looking at it. I said, ah, we have to clear the, the, the weed. So I'm going to talk to Dr. Larry. And, and he will help me. He will clear it to be nice. And, you know, and if you boy, I will plant flowers. When I come out of my house, I'll see this nice runabout. It's possible. It's possible with all of us. So let's love our nation and do well for our nation. In Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. 
In the same way that we ought to love the kingdom of God, we ought to love our nation. Hallelujah. But this morning, we are going back to the word for weeks. I've been talking to you about the kingdom of God. Amen. So I've been talking to you about the kingdom of God. And I spoke to you last week about the need for human capital in the building up of the kingdom of God. Amen. And I said there are three things I'll be talking about. That is the, the human capital and the empowerment of men and also finances for the kingdom. So today I'm talking about the empowerment of men for the kingdom. Hallelujah. Now, when Jesus came um, to this earth, he came with an assignment that is to reconcile man to God. Amen. And that is the good news. Amen. And he said he came to preach the good news of the kingdom. And the good news of the kingdom is that God is reconciling man to himself, forgiving men their sins, and restoring man to his first estate. Amen. Now, he came and said that repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. And I explained to you a few weeks ago about the kingdom of God, that it is a spiritual kingdom in the hearts of men. And we, those of us who are born again, are kingdom people. We are kingdom people. Amen. Now, the kingdom of God, I'm talking about empowerment of men, is not in word, but the Bible says the kingdom of God is in power. Amen. 1 Corinthians 4.20 says, For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Amen. The, the kingdom of God, of which you and I are a part of, is a powerful kingdom. We've heard of many kingdoms. We've heard of the kingdom of Great Britain now, and different, different kingdoms have passed. And they were strong kingdom, powerful kingdom. But the kingdom of God is the most powerful kingdom because it has no borders. The kingdom of God has no borders. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. He had a powerful kingdom. And he thought that, you know, that was it. But he had a dream. And being as, um, uh, you know, he felt he was, he had this dream. And instead of telling, he called his magicians and said, I want you to tell me my dream and then the interpretation. Who does that? Tell us your dream, they said. And we interpret for you. He said, no, no, no. You tell me my dream. And tell me the interpretation. Then I know you are not lying. But you dreamt alone. So he said that. <laughs> oh, power corrupts you. <laughs> and he said that if they don't tell him his dream and interpret his dream, he'll kill all his wise men. He'll kill them. At that time, Daniel was in Babylon and in exile, so to say. And he had been raised to be one of the people who stood as um, Nebuchadnezzar's maybe wise men or something like that. And he said that he, by the grace of God, would be able to do it. So he shouldn't kill anybody. So Daniel went before God and prayed. And God, who knows all things? You know, God knows all things. Even your dreams, he knows. God gave him the dream, showed him the dream, and gave him the interpretation thereof. So Daniel came to um, Nebuchadnezzar and explained or interpreted the dream to him. Now, the dream was this, to be very short. He's, the king saw a big figure, a huge statue, and the head of a man, and the head was made of gold, and the chest was of silver, and the torso was of bronze, but when he got to the, the feet, it was a mixture. Then the legs were iron, right? Then the feet were made, was made of clay and iron mix. So he, and then he said, as the, the, the statue stood, a rock, a little rock, came from nowhere and hit the feet. And because the feet was a mixture of clay and iron, it wasn't strong, because clay is not strong. 
the whole statue crumbled down. And then this little rock took its place and became a mighty mountain. So Daniel explained this to him, and this is what I want to read to you, Daniel chapter 2, 44 and 45. said, during the reigns of those kings, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom that will never be destroyed or conquered. It will crush all these kingdoms to nothingness, and it will stand forever. That is the meaning of the rock cut from the mountain. Though not by human hands, that crushed to pieces the statue of iron, bronze, clay, silver, and gold. The great God was showing the king what will happen in the future. The dream is true, and its meaning certain. So the dream that the king had, and the, the, the interpretation that Daniel gave to him, comes all the way to the kingdom of God, which is an everlasting kingdom, which is a great kingdom, a strong kingdom, a kingdom above all kingdoms. And that in the time when the kingdom of God will come, it will crush the power of all other kingdoms, whether they be gold or bronze or silver, whatever. Hallelujah. So the kingdom of God is powerful and supersedes all kingdoms. Kingdoms have come. Kingdoms have passed. You know, but the kingdom of God rules and reigns and abides forever. Amen. It's forever. It's an eternal kingdom. And the kingdom of God is not of men, but of God. And the king of the kingdom of God is not man, but is God who is eternal. Kings have died and gone, but the king of kings and the lord of lords, he is called the ancient of days. He lives forever and ever. His name is El Olam. He, he is forever. He doesn't die. Hallelujah. And God, who is the king of the kingdom of God, rules over all kingdoms. Amen. Isaiah 37 verse 16 says that, O Lord of heaven's armies, God of Israel, you are enthroned between the mighty cherubim. You alone are God of all the kingdoms of the earth. You alone created the heavens and the earth. He is God over all kingdoms because he created all things in heaven and in earth. He is the creator of all people and all places and everything. So he rules over all things as king. Amen. Colossians 1.16 talks about Christ. He says that through him or by him were created all things that are in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible. So the visible things that we see are created by God. There are invisible things that we don't see also created by God. There are invisible things you don't see. There are invisible powers and beings we don't see. There are angels, spirits. There are demon spirits. You don't see them. But they are. And the Bible says God created all these. Hallelujah. And he's king over all these. He said whether they be thrones or dominions, principalities or powers, all things were created through Christ and for him. Amen. So God is enthroned over all kingdoms, whether spiritual or physical. It gets better. I mean, this thing gets better. If you can grasp this, believer, you'll be a different person. That the king of kings, who rules over the kingdom of which you have been brought into, and you stand as an heir of the kingdom, rules over all things, visible and invisible. You no longer be afraid of invisible things. You no longer go, go around be afraid of. You won't be afraid because you know that 
all those invisible things are under your feet. You are an heir of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And so there's no kingdom as great as the kingdom of God. No kingdom more powerful than the kingdom of God. And praise be to God that we are sons and daughters of the kingdom. Hallelujah. And the Bible says the kingdom of God is not in eating and in drinking, but it is in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The kingdom is not just about what we eat and not. No, so we don't judge each other about what somebody's eating. What, no, it's about righteousness. So it's a righteous kingdom. Look at Nebuchadnezzar going to kill people for not being able to tell him his dream and interpret. That's unrighteousness. But the king whom we serve, who is our God, he's a righteous king. And so the kingdom of God is based on righteousness. Amen. And there's peace in the kingdom. And there's joy in the kingdom. Can you imagine you are in a kingdom where there's peace and joy? So definitely peace is your portion. It doesn't matter how, how, how difficult the times are. Joy and peace is yours. Hallelujah. It's not a matter of what we eat or drink, but it's a matter of living in the goodness of God. It's a matter of having the joy of God, which is your strength, operative within you. Hallelujah. And the peace of God, which he says surpasses all understanding, which means that your situation doesn't necessarily, you know, um, have a bearing on your peace. So you can be sitting in a place and th there's fire all around, but you are sitting with your legs crossed with, with a virgin colada. You are cool. The fire is not causing you to panic and run. When situations come, you don't panic and run. You don't run helter-skelter. No, no, no. You are at peace because you know that the king of kings and the lord of lords, he is your father and he is in absolute control over that situation. Are we together this morning? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Righteousness and peace and joy is a mark of the kingdom. Now, the kingdom of God comes to man through repentance and through salvation. John the Baptist, who came as a forerunner of Christ, when Jesus came on the scene, baptized Jesus, and later on, Herod took him and imprisoned him with a plan to behead him. And of course, John was waiting for Jesus to do something because truly what they were waiting for when Christ came was a, a, a warring um, savior, somebody who's coming you know, to lead armies to fight. But they didn't know that he came as a servant king. And that was a confusion about the whole thing. So John sent to ask him that, are you the one or should we wait for another? Because in his mind, I've been in prison by this time, you should be doing something. And he said, go and ask whether he is the one or should we wait for another? And Jesus said that, go and tell him that the lame are walking, the blind are seeing. Miracles are happening. These are testaments that the kingdom of God has come. Amen. And the kingdom of God comes to us, or we come into the kingdom through repentance. And then we receive salvation through Christ. And that is why when Jesus came, he walked on the shores of Galilee. And I would say he saw these fishermen and he said, come, follow me, and I'll make you fishers of men. Where were, where were they fishing the men to? Where were they taking the men? They were fishing men to bring them into the kingdom. And that's our assignment now that we ought to fish men and bring them into the kingdom of God. Because many are outside of the kingdom. They are under the, the tutelage and the wickedness of the kingdom of darkness. 
In this world, there's a kingdom of light and the kingdom of darkness. Satan's ruling in the hearts of people in darkness and brought them into darkness. They see, but they don't have understanding. They, they, are, they, are, they are in deep sin. They are in trouble. And all of them are bound for damnation. Amen. But Jesus came and said, come, follow me. I'll, I'll make you fishers of men. We'll catch men. Take them out of darkness and bring them into the kingdom of God where there is light, where there's righteousness, where there's peace, where there's joy in the Holy Ghost, the kingdom of power. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, I must preach the kingdom of God. And truly, he didn't stay in one place. He went from city to city, village to village. He said, preaching the message of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Preaching the message of the kingdom. One day, the Pharisees came to him. And they asked him, that, when is the kingdom of God coming? And he said to them, he said that the kingdom of God does not come from observation. That it's not visible. Let me read the NLC. That's, he, said, he said, when will the kingdom of God come? And Jesus replied, the kingdom of God can't be detected by visible signs. You won't be able to say, here it is or there it is. For the kingdom of God is in you. So the kingdom of God is in the heart of men. The kingdom of God is in our hearts. You and I have become members of the kingdom of God and the kingdom rule and the kingdom power and the kingdom authority of Christ rules within us. That is why you worship God because you know, you have known him, you have had an encounter with him and you have believed and today you are a child of the kingdom. Amen. So it's not in, you can't find the kingdom of God at trade fair, you can't, but it's in the heart of men and women, and children. So wherever any believer is, the kingdom of God is represented. So in your family, you are a representative of the kingdom of God. In your workplace, you are the kingdom agent there. Wherever you are, the kingdom of God is there. And because the kingdom of God is above every kingdom, and the power of the kingdom rules and reigns in you, once you are there, the Bible says, wheresoever the soles of your feet shall tread, you shall possess that land. You shall possess that ground. So you stand as a power agent anywhere you go because kingdom power and kingdom authority rules in you. You have become born again. To put it very simply, you have become born again. And what is being born again? Some people say, what is being born again? When you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, first of all, recognizing that you are a sinner in need of saving, and you have accepted him and his sacrifice made on the cross as your sacrifice. And you have acknowledged him as your Lord and your Savior. He says you receive a new birth where your spirit is reborn, totally new. And your soul is being transformed day to day by the renewal of your mind by the word of God. We are preaching the message of the kingdom. Amen. And when we preach the message of the kingdom, hearts receive it. And when hearts receive it, hearts are renewed Hearts are restored, hearts are revived. Amen. And whenever we preach the message of the kingdom, anyone who accepts the message of the kingdom becomes transformed, becomes changed. That is why there's a Methodist who said that the vilest offender who truly believes that moment from Jesus a pardon receives. Even the vilest offender, when they believe, change. And that is why you are changed. You didn't used to be like this before. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think so. You were not like this before. A hundred percent, I know. You should be different. But the moment you received the message of the kingdom and you were brought into the kingdom, 
change came. You became different. You beca- I know I'm different. I know I'm very, just so that I was reminding my mom, I was telling my mom about a fight I had with a, my classmate, I think it was a class six or something like that. Vicious fight. It was vicious. What did he do? He didn't do anything. He was my friend. We were talking. And he only talks, he goes like this. He's always like that. That's how, that's how he talks. And so, as he was, his hands touched, you know, my freshly growing something. We were 10 or 12. I mean, I had just a little bad though. And his hand hits it accidentally. I said, hey, watch it. You've touched my breast. <laughs> he said, I did it. I said, you have. He said, I said, you did. You just did. And I gave him one. <laughs> he also gave me one. I said, hey, come and see. We fought. And <laughs> oh, thank God for salvation. Oh. Some of us were rough. <laughs> we fought. And I fight. I fight. My brothers have taught me. So we fought. And the teacher came. And the uh, classmates said, hey, hey, hey. The teacher came. And they separated us. The teacher asked, what, what happened? But my brothers have told me that whenever you fight, you're in a fight. And you finish the fight. And anybody asks what happened, don't talk. Because if you talk, you will cry. So teacher said, Leah, what happened? I was like this. Oh, mercy, Lord. Then, what happened? I said, please, teacher. I was just talking to Leonard. He started crying. Then the boys lifted up my hands. Champion, champion. One hand, your mom is a champion, champion, champion. He didn't talk to me for years. But when we went to secondary school, then he wrote me a letter that he's forgiving me. But can you imagine the embarrassment of being beaten by a girl? But change has come. Change has come. And I'm sure for, as I'm saying my own, you are sitting here laughing. You two, they are the same. But you see, when the kingdom comes, the kingdom of God comes into your heart, you are so changed. Amen. So I say, when we preach the message of the kingdom, any heart that receives it is renewed, transformed, changed. Amen. There's what we call the Romans road to, trans- to salvation, which is the message of the kingdom. And it says that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And there's no one that is righteous. Amen. But through Christ Jesus, we all men can come to the place of salvation. Amen. Because the wage of sin is dead. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. Jesus has come as a gift to all men. So we can find forgiveness of sins. And we can be changed. Hallelujah. And so the salvation or the the kingdom message is a powerful and good one. It's in where we speak the word. And the power enters into the lives of people and they are changed. Their lives are bettered. That is why your life has become better ever since you became born again. Hallelujah. And above that, and that's what I'm getting to, God, we are reconciled to God. There's no enmity between us and God. We can come freely to God. He's our father. And we are his children. We can come boldly before him. And he receives us as his children. It's amazing. Just amazing. And over that too, we are empowered. And that's what I'm talking about today. The empowerment of men for the kingdom. We are empowered. We, we receive power as kingdom people. Amen. We receive the power of the kingdom. The power of God. So there is no believer who does not have power. Who is powerless. You are not powerless. You are not powerless in life. You are not powerless against any situation that is against you. You are not powerless. 
Tell somebody you are powerful. Tell that you are filled with power by the Holy Ghost. Tell somebody you are filled with power by the Holy Ghost. We are empowered when we come into the kingdom because the spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, who is the spirit of power, the spirit of love and of a sound mind now indwells us. He lives within us. Amen. So you are empowered. Jesus came to make that known and also empowered human beings, people. And he gave them power and it became obvious that truly they had received some. In Luke chapter 9, let me start from there. Luke chapter 9, the Bible says Jesus called his 12 disciples. And the Bible says he, let me read it. He said, then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of the kingdom and to heal the sick. And he said to them, don't take anything for the journey, neither staff nor bread or money or anything. Just go. And they departed and they went through the towns preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. So he gave them power over spiritual things. Because to have power over a demon means that you have been given spiritual power. So he gave them spiritual power. Power to cast out devils, power to heal the sick. Then after that, he called the 70 also. And he also said the same thing to them. So he appointed them and sent them out two by two. And he also empowered them to go and do the same. Now these 70 men went and they came back with a great testimony. They said, Lord, we are so happy. When we went, even the demons were subject to us in your name. When we tell any demon, come out, the demons are flying out. And Jesus laughed and said, I beheld Satan fall like lightning from the heavens. So he has seen the downfall of Satan. And he said, behold, I give unto you power to trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Luke 10, 18 to 19. He said, I give unto you power. You better clap on that one. Because it's not just for them. But for you, everyone in the kingdom, Jesus has given you power to trample down, to tread upon serpents, and scorpions, talking about demonic influences, satanic powers, the evil of this world. He's giving you power over all manner of evil. And he says, nothing shall by any means hurt you. This is the power of the kingdom of God given to kingdom people. So as I said, as a kingdom person, you are anointed, appointed, full of power. And that power comes in different areas. It comes also in wisdom. Listen, the mind of the believer is different from the mind of the unbeliever. The wisdom of God that God has given you since you became a believer is different. It's not the wisdom of this world, but it's the wisdom of God. The wisdom that comes from above. That is peaceable, but powerful. And by that wisdom, you will make your wars. By that wisdom, you will build your life. By that wisdom, you will succeed in life. Because God has given you the know-how. Because you have become a kingdom person. The kingdom of God is power. There's power in the kingdom. Jesus was casting out devils. And then, you know, Nathan ha, he's casting out these demons by the power of Beelzebub. Beelzebub is Lord of the flies. That's Satan. And Jesus said to them, listen, it's okay. If you say I'm casting out demons by Beelzebub, who do your fathers cast out demons by? He said, but if I cast out demons with the finger of God, then surely the kingdom of God has come upon you. He said he was casting out demons by the finger of God. Amen. And so he said, surely you must know that the kingdom of God has come upon you. The kingdom of God has come upon us. We, everyone, under the sound of my voice, you are a kingdom person. You are a believer in Christ Jesus. You have received Jesus, if you have, 
receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. And so you walk in kingdom power. You are filled with kingdom power. Kingdom authority and, 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 and power and grace has been given to you. And the power of God is at work in you, both to will and to do of his good pleasure. That power of God. The power of God is at work in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. And there's a demonstration of it in so many ways in our lives as well as everywhere the kingdom message is preached and everywhere kingdom people go. Hallelujah. If one believer is put in the community and that believer decides to use the kingdom power that's been given to him or her, one person, one believer can change the whole community. Do you trust that? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Jesus said, go and tell John that the blind see the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised. And the poor have the gospel preach them. Not the financially poor, but the poor in spirit. Anyone that has not received Jesus, are, they are poor in spirit. They are under oppression. They are under suppression. The devil can do anything he wants to do to them and with them at any given time. That is why unbelievers are on the road of self-destruction. You find a lot of unbelievers doing things and you wonder, can't the person see? No, they can't see. Because the God of this world, Bible says, has blinded them. But to us, the kingdom children, we have rather received the, the veil removed from our eyes. We are no longer blind. We can see. Hallelujah. And because we can see, we can make right judgments for our lives. Amen. The apostle Paul said he, when he came, he didn't come to preach, you know, just with words, eloquent words, meaning nothing. He said, no, no, I came to preach with the demonstration of power. Amen. He came to preach in the power of the spirit. Hallelujah. Because God has empowered every believer. Every one of us holds power. You are not powerless. But the key is that you need to know and you need to use it. You need to know, and you need to use it. Don't be like those who do not have the power of God, and then moan and groan like them. Be subject to the enemy, because he, the, the enemy, he's like a thief. He's like a robber. If he knows you don't know, he will steal from you, and you'll be there. But if you know your rights as a believer, if you know that you have been anointed and appointed unto good works, that the power of God indwells you. When the enemy comes with some kind of things, for example, maybe fear, torment, you are not going to succumb to it. No, no, no. You write up and say, no, I'm not afraid. Bring it on. I'm not afraid. Because greater is he that is at work in me than he that is in the world. You will not be afraid of 10,000 people who, are, who have set themselves against you. You will not be afraid of the multitude. Why? Because you know that you and God are more than a multitude. Is somebody with me, put your hands together. Jesus said something to Peter one day. Jesus asked his disciples, who do men say that I am? Some of them say, oh, you are, one says, oh, they say you are Elijah. One says, oh, you are one of the prophets. But, say, but who do you say that I am? Who do you? You see, we must have our personal witness about Christ. We must have our personal encounter. God has no grandchildren. So the fact that your father was a Christian doesn't make you a Christian. Hello? You must have your personal relationship. And Peter had a personal revelation. He said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, ah, Simon Barjona, flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my father who is in heaven. And he said that you are Peter. 
and upon this rock, not upon Peter the rock, but upon the revelation that he had had, that Christ is the son of the living God. He said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. The gates of hell will never prevail, can never prevail against the church, can never prevail against the kingdom, can never prevail against kingdom people. That is why you shouldn't live in fear and in terror in life. And he said, and I give unto the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Listen, now see, not the kingdom of God, but the kingdom of heaven. That whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you lose on earth shall be loose in heaven. This is the power of the believer. That whatever we declare, whatever we bind, whatever we allow, heaven will follow suit. Whatever we disallow, heaven will make sure it is disallowed. That tells you even the authority you carry in your mouth, in your tongue. That your words are powerful. Your words are able to change situations. Your words are able to change destinies. You are not a mere ordinary Joe or Harriet. I'm not talking about any Joe or Harriet. I'm just, it's just an expression. But are you understand what I'm saying? And so you need to rise up in that power. He said, whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. So when you are praying and you, you know that you are being harassed, you are praying and you want your family to be saved, but yet you see that the enemy is toying with their minds, you need to understand and bind him. And as soon as you speak it, heaven will send angels to bind. It's powerful because heaven recognizes the authority that Christ has given to us. Jesus said that all power and all authority has been given to him. And he gives us that authority. He said, because I've, I've been given all power and all authority in heaven and in earth. He said, and I give it to you. That you go into the world and preach this good news, this message of the kingdom to every person. Whoever believes and receives it shall be saved. Whoever doesn't believe it shall be done. He said, but these signs shall follow them that believe. These signs will follow every kingdom person. He said, in my name, they will cast out devils. In my name, they will speak with new tongues. He said, and even if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. In the name of Jesus, he says, we shall be able to do things physical and spiritual. Hallelujah. He said, they will, even, they will take up serpents. They can pick up serpents. And one American guy said that for him, because of this scripture, he will play with serpents. Of course, the snake bit him. And he died. <laughs> and Jesus said, and even if they drink any deadly thing, not deliberately, accidentally, if you are poisoned. He said, no, it won't hurt you. Hallelujah. Whether it's a spiritual poisoning or physical poison, he will deliver you. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God empowers the people of the kingdom. And so this morning, understand this, that you are empowered by the Spirit of God as a kingdom child, as a kingdom person. Amen. And you are empowered for a purpose. Amen. Jesus said to his disciples that you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Acts 1.8. And he said, and you shall become my witnesses. You have received this power and this authority over things in heaven and earth so that you can become a witness of Christ. To build up the kingdom. Do you remember that the, the title of our message is building for God's glory. So the power and the authority that you have received is to build up the kingdom of God. Amen. Build up the kingdom of God. He said you shall become my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, unto the utmost part of the earth. 
And so the power that God has given you is to become an effective witness unto him. You are empowered by God through the power of Christ and his name to go out and make disciples of men. Fish men. Walk in that authority. Fish men. And everything that you need is given unto you. Is somebody with me? Put your hands together and thank the Lord. Bible says in the days of his power, his people shall be willing. God has given us power. Let us also be willing to take this power and this authority and build up the kingdom. Build for God's glory. Wherever we go, people must hear about our Christ. People, we must be fishers of men. And when you decide that you allow God to use you, even the anointing increases, the power increases. As you, as you go, the signs follow you. If you are standing, the signs and wonders are also standing behind you. But when you start to go, it said, these signs shall follow them that believe. But alas, today, we are rather chasing the signs and the wonders when the signs and the wonders should be following us. Hello? These signs shall follow them that believe. And so this morning, I'm calling every one of you to an understanding that you have been empowered over all powers, over all kingdoms, over all thrones, over all principalities, and over all dominions. So stop walking in fear. Stop living a mediocre life. Stop living, you know, a life as if you are part of the rabble. No, 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 you are not. You have been set apart, anointed and, and appointed for the glory of God. And we, together, by the anointing given to us, will build up the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Will we or will we not? In the mighty name of Jesus. The apostle Paul says that he prays for, for the believers that we may understand the length, the breadth, the height of the love of God for us and also comprehend what is the reason why we have been saved. Because we have been saved and our, our positions have been changed. And the power by which we have been saved has lifted us up spiritually to be seated in Christ Jesus in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers, and thrones and dominions. So principalities, powers, thrones, dominions, evil kingdoms, whatever kingdoms, they are subject to you. They are under your feet. You are not a victim. You are a victor. I say you are not a victim. You are a victor. And because you are a victor, and you can do all things, and you will do all things through Christ, the anointed one, and his anointing that dwells within you, you will succeed in every endeavor that you put your hand to. As a kingdom child, as a kingdom person. Amen. You will walk in power. You will walk upon your high places. You will not be small. Ah, the least among you shall be great. I'm talking to kingdom people this morning. That God has so empowered you. That you be lifted in life above the ordinary. You are not an ordinary person. You are an extraordinary person. Take this authority. Take this word of the power that God has given to you and live it. Live like a kingdom person. Live like somebody who knows that they are heirs of the kingdom of God, which is a kingdom of power that rules over all kingdoms, both visible and invisible. May the Lord help us to walk in the power and the authority that we have been given as kingdom people. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
We want to rise up. By this power, we overcome sin. By the power of God given to us, we overcome sin. We are able to overcome sin. In the past, you didn't have power to overcome sin. Anything the devil brought, you take it. Hook, line, and sinker. But today, there is a strength in you to overcome sin. When temptation comes, you see it. And you resist. You don't yield like you used to. So we've been given this power to overcome sin. Giving power over the devil. And be giving power over our flesh. Lift up your hands this morning. And thank God for his empowerment in your life. Thank God that God, thank you that Lord you have given him power. To trample upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And as your word says, nothing shall by enemies hurt me. Lift up your voice and begin to thank the Lord. Lift up your voice and thank God. It has been given to you, the believer. You rise above challenges. Rise above all powers of destruction. You rise above all evil assignments. You rise above poverty. You rise above confusion. You rise above every work that is meant to destroy. You rise above by reason of the power of God that dwells within you. You can do all things through Christ, the anointed one who dwells within you. You will win in every battle. You will succeed in every endeavor because you have the mind of Christ as a kingdom person. Ah, the mind of Christ has been given. Begin to thank God. Therefore, you will succeed. You will win. It doesn't matter how strong the battles are. It doesn't matter what you come up against. You will succeed. Thank God that by his power, you will be an effective witness. You will build the kingdom of God for God's glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you praise this morning, O oh God. That you have anointed us unto good works. I, I say you have been anointed unto good works. That which kills people will not kill you. I said that which kills people will not kill you. Because greater is he that is within you than he that is in the world. David said, I've been young and now I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed beg for bread. You are empowered by the wisdom of God to create wealth. Listen, you are empowered. Begin to thank God this morning. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Wisdom and power and knowledge. The power of our God and the power of his Christ is given to you. Ah, that power that rules and reigns ah, over all things is given to us. Therefore, we will not walk in fear. We will not live under suppression or oppression of the darkness of this world. But we will walk in the light. Somebody thank the Lord for your life. This morning, I command a deliverance of your mind. I command the deliverance of your soul that you no longer think negativity and, and, and you no longer think defeat because you know that the spirit of Christ that is in you can never be defeated. And if Christ can never be defeated, you can never be defeated also. Lift up your voice and thank the Lord. Lima katabaha, rababo shakala mamanda, reko sokotobro kalamamande, miracles, signs and wonders are belong to the kingdom people are the marks of the kingdom. You are lifted above human law. Ah, and he who has empowered you says that he will make your feet like hinds feet 
and cause you to walk upon your high places. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your voice and say in the name of Jesus this morning, Lord, I, I take my position in the kingdom of God. I take my position as an heir of salvation and a joint heir with Christ Jesus. I take my position of power. I take my position of authority. Begin to pray, Lord, this morning, I take my position of power. I take my position of authority in Christ Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, I shall not be weak. I am not weak. I am strong. Uh, through Christ Jesus, I am strong. Lift up your voice and pray. Take your position this morning. Uh, let strongholds of fear, the intimidation of troubles and situations break off. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Madababo Shanta. Bible said that the righteous shall be as bold as a lion. The righteous are as bold as a lion. This morning, receive boldness. Receive courage. Receive strength in your inner man. Strength to overcome. Strength to win. Strength to do. Strength to perform. Strength to achieve. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lift up your voice and pray. I believe. I believe. Lift up your voice. Pray. This morning, I pray that your faith be strengthened. Lord, Lord, I believe. I believe, I believe, Lord, Lord, I believe. Do I have some believers in this house this morning? Lord, Do I have kingdom people here this morning? Lift up your voice and say,
This morning, I pray upon your lives and I command an impartation of great power. The power of the Holy Ghost. The power of the Spirit of God who dwells within you. I pray that may your spirit be revived. I pray this one that may you be empowered with great power. That same power that God used when he raised Christ from the dead and set him upon his throne at his right hand. I pray this one that receive power. Be empowered in your spirit. Rise above the challenges of this life. Come up from the place of mediocrity. Come up from the place of fear. The place of torment. And take your position as a kingdom son and daughter of Christ. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that your thinking changes. I pray that your mind changes. You will not live with a defeatist mentality. But you will live in the power of an overcomer. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. I declare by the spirit of God. That you shall receive power to trample upon serpents and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by, shall by enemies set you. Above all, I command the wisdom of God upon your heart and upon your mind. By the wisdom of God, you will prevail. You will win your wars. You will win your battles. And by that wisdom of God, you will build up the kingdom of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord continue to establish you in the place of his favor. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you for listening to today's word. Connect with us on our website, www.tlgm.org. Get interactive with Apostle on all social media platforms at Apostle Leanne Coffey.